Good morning. morning. Welcome to Morning Prayers. We will begin today's service with a standing, responsive reading of Psalm number 5, which can be found on page 3 of the Black Appleton Chapel Psalter. Give ear to my words, O God. Consider my meditation. In the morning you hear my voice. Early in the morning I make my appeal and watch for you. For you are God who takes Braggarts cannot stand in your sight. You hate all those who work wickedness. You destroy those who seek lies, bloodthirsty and deceitful, but as for me, though the greatness of your mercy, I will go into your house. I will bow down toward your holy temple in awe of you.
A reading from the essay, The Power of Anger in the Work of Love, by Beverly Harrison. We do not yet have a moral theology that teaches us the awful and awesome truth that we have the power through acts of love and lovelessness, literally to create one another. Because we do not understand love as the power to act each other into well-being, we also do not understand the depth of our power to thwart life and maim each other. The fateful choice is ours, either to set free the power of God's love in the world or to deprive each other of the very basis of personhood and community. Here ends the reading. I had one of the most memorable conversations of my life when I was 20 years old, sitting at a campfire, passing around a $2 bottle of rum with three of my dearest friends. We were camped in the middle of an island in Lake Titicaca in Bolivia. We somehow happened upon the topic of progress. Does moral progress exist? Are human beings slowly but surely getting better? I was the only one of the four of us arguing yes, and I felt this belief strongly, a belief so deep in my gut and in my heart that my whole body tingled. My face flushed as I argued into the early morning hours. Of course, things are getting better. As MLK so famously declared, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. I held on to this belief tightly. And yet, sometime in the past 12 years, I've noticed this fervent belief in progress start to crack. In 2014, Michael Brown was killed in Ferguson. Black Lives Matter took the internet and the country by storm. I slowly, belatedly, began to grasp the depth and the breadth and the power of white supremacy. At the same time, I started to notice more acutely other, more subtle, forces at work around me. The casual sexism of a grabby, powerful man at work conferences, a groping hand, the potent patriarchy of the 21st century. To be trite, I started to wake up. Progress began to feel thin somehow. I felt a deep hunger for something more firm to grab a hold of. I came to divinity school. It was my first heady year at Harvard that I came across this text, a reading by queer feminist theologian Beverly Harrison. We have the power through acts of love and lovelessness, literally to create one another. Sitting in the library, my whole body once again came alive, tingling, my face flushed. Harrison opened up for me a vision of God's love as a generative, creative, relational force. 
a force that we tap into when we open our souls and our bodies up to one another, when we tenderly care for one another and recognize that we are bound up with one another. Instead of working towards some elusive idea of progress, this kind of love demands that we take ownership of the world and the people we are actively creating around us right now. Yet just as we have the potential to love each other into being, we also can destroy each other with our words, our bodies, our votes, our actions. Harrison argues here that anger plays a key role. Anger is that highway flare that ignites us, that ignites to warn us of the car crash, alerting us when lovelessness reigns. Anger wakes us up. Anger demands that we love each other better. Today in 2017, I am angry. I'm angry at powerful men abusing their power, at neo-Nazis in the street, at the ways in which white supremacy works through my body in ways that sometimes I don't even see. I imagine that some of you are angry too. But as I look around me in this moment, I'm reminded that this anger calls us in this room to love one another better. We can choose to love the world with our words, our bodies, our votes, our actions. We each have the power through acts of love to literally create one another. How awesome is that? I don't hold as tightly to my belief in progress anymore, progress, progress itself. I don't find it helpful to feel at the whim of a world that may or may not progress forward. Instead, I believe in a love, God's love, that we can choose to tap into to create the world around us, giving us both the responsibility and the agency to love it into being. Please pray with me. Loving God, guide us as we work to embody your kind of love in this world at a time when it is so desperately needed. Work through us. Wrap us in your love. Amen. Amen. Please join me in saying the Lord's Prayer, which can be found on the back of your order of worship. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. As you are able, please stand for the singing of the hymn, Lord of all hopefulness, Lord of all joy, number 81. Number 81.
May the Lord bless you and keep you. And on this day, may you find the strength to go out and experience this strength necessarily through loving yourselves, loving your neighbor, and loving God. Amen. Amen.